Wikipedia defines ageism as stereotyping of and discrimination against individuals or groups on the basis of their age. This may be casual or systematic. The term was coined in 1969 by Robert Neal Butler to describe discrimination against seniors and patterned on sexism and racism. At this point, we've all got to know that there is no surprise the 60 and over population is growing very fast. But for our society, don't really embrace this population as the very unique individuals they are. Especially as technology advances and the lifestyles of older adults continue to evolve, we all know that older adults face a lot of stereotypes, which are usually based on how we view their senior citizen status, their appearance, how we view the value in what they contribute to our communities. The society we live in generally assumes that older adults have memory problems, physical impairments, or generally are outdated individuals who don't know how to have fun, keep up with social media, and even technology. This is definitely not true. Also, a lot of people assume that older adults are set in their ways and pretty much not able to change their behaviors, set goals that are intriguing, or actively go after activities that are not traditionally for older adults. And when I say not traditional, I mean if an older adult wants to go to a club to listen to some hip-hop or reggae music and wants to go rock climbing or go to a sip and paint event, automatically a lot of us would be surprised and think, These are not exactly age-appropriate activities someone older should be doing. Now, whether or not someone older is interested in those activities, we should not make assumptions and we definitely should not make predictions about what someone else might be like because of their age or even to predict what they're interested in. I do know that professionals like geropsychologists, gerontological social workers, gerontological physicians, and medical staff that work with older adults regularly work to improve the quality of services for adults while trying to eliminate harmful stereotypes. And you definitely also see this in community center settings. I want to bring light to how older adults are portrayed in media to increase positive representations and eliminate the public's biases pretty much in all facets of society. I mean, this podcast, our legacy podcast, wants to interrupt things, wants to interrupt stereotypes. Understanding how to identify ageist beliefs that may affect how you view older adults is what I will get into during the show. One of the interesting reasons that got me really excited about our legacy podcast and when I kind of thought and planned out the idea was after doing a research on both YouTube and Google. 
I was a bit shocked because on YouTube, most of the search results were prank videos involving older people being the object of the pranks or pranking other people for laughs and giggles. There were videos of older individuals dancing to hip hop, which in itself is offensive because it's insinuating that it's peculiar or strange or out of place for an older person to like hip hop. There were videos of older adults cursing, causing a scene in public places, or doing stereotypical teenage comical things. Other videos had older adults sharing their views on rap music and other pop culture. Now, I understand this is for comic relief, but I find it annoying that it was hard to find more positive representations of older adults that would make me more excited to tune in to their videos or podcasts and just see aging individuals for who they actually are and to kind of have us all focusing more on creating legacies and overall just being more knowledgeable of what older adults are sharing with us so that they are really seen as individual and not as a stereotype that is often portrayed in a lot of media. When I say positive representation, I mean, show me how you overcome trials. Share some stories with the world that might stop future generations from making mistakes you did. What drama do you face now? What brings you joy? There's so much we can gain from older adults just by asking those few questions. When I did a Google search, most of the results that came back were local senior centers, rehabilitation centers, hospice information, funeral planning, and also medical doctor information. And you know, these sources of information are really useful. But at the same time, it doesn't really encompass more social and entertainment-based media that could make older adults feel good about themselves, their their cohorts, and kind of essentially who they are to the world. Be very confident in that and just to know that there are people out there who admire your journey and want to hear your narratives. Not just that, but after studying gerontology myself and also having an older mother myself, I know that there's much more possibilities in terms of how much we can learn and pay attention to. So now I want to talk about some of the effects of ageism. According to the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, Not only are negative stereotypes pretty hurtful to older people, but they may even shorten their lives. As per a psychologist named Becca Levy, who's a PhD and assistant professor of public health at Yale University. In Levy's longitudinal study of 660 people, 50 years and older, 
Those with more positive self-perceptions of aging lived 7.5 years longer than people with negative self-perceptions of aging. I think if you think about societies or even communities where people live longer than people who are part of the North American culture, majority of the time older adults are respected and held on a high pedestal, their knowledge and advice is valued, and they are usually very involved in the communities they live in and are not seen as totally being dependent. What always threw me off when I worked as a counselor with older adults is that when I used narrative therapy, my clients would be surprised when I showed genuine interest in their story and valued what they brought to the sessions as their own personal growth and success. I can't even count how many times my clients said they wished more people would pay attention to them and show that they cared about who they were before, who they are now, and where they're going. Now this this researcher Levy found that positive beliefs and attitudes towards the elderly appears to boost their mental health. And Levy also found that older adults exposed to positive stereotypes have significantly better memory and balance, whereas negative self-perceptions contributed to worse memory and feelings of worthlessness. This makes me think about how important it is for us to continuously be in the know about what our wise counterparts are doing and what they have seen. I know as I age, I want my legacy defined and I want my stories heard. I also want to hear from and engage with my peers. And where's a better place to do that than a podcast? where you can have this huge archive of of all of that. Now, age stereotypes are often internalized at a young age, long before they're even relevant to people and to these kids, noted by Levy, adding that even by the age of four, children are familiar with age stereotypes, which are reinforced over their their lifetimes. Now, I know this this with my young child and with uh, almost every other child I know. And as much as I can try to speak about her grandparents and older adults in her life as individuals who are more than just people who give you what you want and have gray hair, but instead she should see them as people who have seen things, people who are exciting, people who should not be seen as less than, or too old for this, or too old for that. But what I find difficult is that my daughter, along with millions and millions and millions of kids around the world, and I know this because when I'm on YouTube, a lot of these shows and skits have millions of views, is that They watch YouTube videos and other kids shows even that are not on YouTube that often portray older adults 
as people who move around slowly, have gray hair, sit around with a cane, complaining and waiting for others to take care of them. They basically have grumpy granny and greedy grandpa skits where older people have a specific look and they can barely walk or even see. I can't control the images of how older adults are portrayed in the media. She watches and millions of other kids watch. But I can work towards changing how we see narratives. Those of us who might have access to this podcast and all the great shows. I can ensure that I'm putting out vibrant vibrant ideologies and sharing narratives that will plan a better understanding in others. Visions that will encourage other older adults to feel confident and valued while reinforcing very positive representations for younger people to view and be inspired by. Our legacy podcast will unpack some of what ageism means to our society along with continuously providing deeper looks into past experiences of the people I interview in a way that will allow us to hear just how versatile older adults are while also learning how we can develop our own legacies. If you have any thoughts about this show or the topic, please reach out to me. You can leave me a voice message or contact me. Even if you know an older adult who has a story they are comfortable with sharing, I would absolutely love to speak to adults from all cultures, all racial groups, all ethnicities, from any nation out there, any city, any village. I want to hear it all. Only if they're comfortable with sharing and wouldn't mind talking to me on the show. Thank you so much for listening and look out for the next podcast.